a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. your continued support of our sponsors we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads click that amazon banner on pole mx to help us out and donate via patreon if it suits you and as always enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us Original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast 2019 Motocross Designations Preview Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you, Fly Racing, from the FR5 boots to the Evo gear to the Formula Helmet. Fly Racing has you covered head to toe. Please check out the new 2020 stuff now on the website and uh, get a, get some of it for yourself. Gear to suit any rider and uh, any price point as well. Thanks to Fly Racing for making this podcast podcast happen. Thank you, Alpine Stars, as well. The Tech 10, the most advanced boot in motocross today. The Tech 7, the boot of choice for myself. You know that iconic A-Star logo, and you know that it means quality, and you know that it's uh, it's good product. From the Bionic Neck support system to the A1 chest protector, A4 chest protector. Alpine Stars, uh, you know the name, and uh, pick it up from yourself at uh, your local dealer or your online retailer. Thanks, Maxis, as well. The Minion tire for my mountain bike is great. I absolutely love it. They make fantastic mountain bike tires. I'm sure you already knew that, but they also make great dirt bike tires, MXST, out now, developed by Jeremy McGrath, used by AJ Cantanzaro and Supercross. It's a high-end tire from the folks at Maxxis, so please take a look at that if you're in the market for a set of tires that maybe you overlooked Maxxis before, but circle back around and take a look. It's good enough for McGrath. It's good enough for you. I can damn well tell you that. Uh, so please check them out. Thanks to those companies for making it happen. i got Wygant and Thomas on the line here shortly to talk about the Assen MXDN coming up here. And, uh, man, lots of changes to a lot of teams. Injuries and guys not doing it and whatever. Uh, it really, I think, hurt this race a little bit. But uh, we'll see what those guys think, and we'll look ahead and see what we think uh, can happen. Uh, Team USA, of course, trying to win for the first time in seven years. Uh, we'll see what they can do. Again, thank you for listening to these podcasts. Really appreciate it. I know that you have a choice in podcasts, and we appreciate you sticking with us. And uh, and, and the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Stars and Maxis. Here's the boys. Okay, as promised on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Stars and Maxis, uh, my two favorite Jasons on the line to discuss AMA national numbers being released and, as I said in the intro, MXDN preview. First up, from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, two-time Montreal Supercross champion, where I just was last weekend for the race. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm uh, in between trips, kind of. I just got back from China. I go to Mexico tonight for Benny Boss's wedding, uh, get back. I'm in the office back for a day, and then we are off to the subject of this podcast for Motocross Nation. I did not know you were that tight with Benny that you would go there for the wedding, but that's awesome. That's good. Um, yeah, it was a little bit of both. I wanted a vacation, just something to do for fun. Everywhere I've been going has kind of been for work. Um, and then, yeah, I've been around him a lot on the team. And, uh, so yeah, I, I could understand the question there, but it was more of, I wanted to get out of town and it's a great reason to go on vacation as well. So um, you're breaking the news to me on the podcast that you're out for our Mexico vacation. Uh, no, no, oh, it's always oh, been part okay. of the plan. All right. Okay. So maybe another one. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Derek, Derek Rankin, Jericho, Derricko is uh, is heading down there too. He's very excited. So, uh, nice. yeah. yeah, that'd be good times. Um, I wonder if he'll have a news by then whether he gets the ride or not. <laughs> so, who knows? Um, also on the line from RacerX Online, voice of truck racing, the voice of quad racing, the voice of GNCC, the voice of motocross. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Yeah, what's happening? Uh, I might add. I think I got a new a new one. I might be able to add uh, oh. randomly on the Sunday after 
Red Bull Straight Rhythm, also the voice of Red Bull Straight Rhythm, by the way. That's our yeah, yeah. contract. Sorry, yep. Uh, but I might have picked up another one on Sunday after mm-hmm. it. We'll see. We'll throw that in. And then not, like not a, a live market show, or but another race that'll be on TV. Okay. And then the, it was like a flea market auction or something. Yeah. And then the uh, the Monday after Straight Rhythm, you have something going on too. Something very important. Yeah, going to change the world, maybe for the better. Yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. possibly. Maybe make this permanent. Right, yes. right. Um, yeah. Lots to get into when it comes to Disney Nations. Uh, but first up, the AMA national numbers. Um, oh. they've, they've been done, calculated. Nothing's changed since Indiana. Uh, last week and a half, I, I didn't see this, but apparently the Supercross folks put out a list of the national numbers, but then quickly pulled it down. And so that was one false step. Now, today, they, re- they got released this morning, and they got pulled down again. Uh, once they were released, our buddy Dan Truman, who keeps track of the numbers all year, sent us a text and said, what the hell is up? Those numbers are all wrong. And this is Dan <laughs> Truman, who's got a full-time job at Get in Athena and just runs an Excel program. That's, a, that's all. And uh, he thinks they combined the Master Pools numbers or, or points or something. He, he said, I don't know if it was... He, it's so... I think Dan was joking, JT, but it's the AMA. You never know. Maybe they really did. Well, I think the most glaring was uh, Chase Marquier had gone from 72 down to 55 somehow. So, so, so it got pulled down again. Why, again, you had to, as Racer X Online had to do, you had, it pulled it down again. Uh, yeah, like I was really, you know me, I don't really have much of a temper. I don't get mad very often, but I gave some serious pushback on this one because our goal, I'm just going to explain it right now in the line of work we're in, is to win the Google search wars, be the first to post this. So, yes, we had this info three weeks ago. We did the right thing. We waited, we waited, we waited, we waited, we waited press release came out today i mean we've had these numbers sitting on our website where we literally just had to hit the button that says publish press release comes out i took the extra five minutes to check today's press release with the numbers we had to make sure nothing changed yep we hit publish 10 minutes later i get a phone call pull it down and i said no i don't want to pull it down because then we look like we screwed up we did nothing wrong but if if racer x puts something on instagram and then the instagram goes away what's the first thing people are going to think Oh, Racer X. But the, they jumped the gun. They messed it up. So the Supercross people also just jumped the gun. Uh, yeah, last week. Somehow yeah. they, I think it was last week, they right. jumped the gun. They had an Instagram post up for like nine minutes. Um, so I'm like, I told Mike Pelletier at the AMA, I'm like, now we look like idiots, but we did nothing wrong. A press release that okay. said for immediate release. How We posted it. How many yeah. years, JT, do you think this has happened? How many consecutive years, consecutive years, JT, do you think that these guys in Ohio have had a month to calculate the numbers? How many years, JT, have they had a revised list consecutive? Mm, um, I'm going to say a strong 40. 40. This is why I am the way I am, people. This is why. I don't do this. The, these people do it to me. Like, what could be the problem every single year? I don't understand. In this day and age, uh, we go through this with our web developer, uh, Cole Thorson, who, Steve, you know. He gets on us all the time, and he's like, everything these days should be done in a regulated system. There is no reason to be hand-calculating, hand-tabulating, anything. For simple projects like this, there should be a math program that can do this error-free about five minutes after Indiana. It should be well, done. Yeah, Dan Truman. Yeah, uh, d- d- yeah, Dan. Yeah, yeah, Dan Truman. Yes, yes. But I'm saying well, the, all the he's only doing real is move- probably typing it into Excel, right? Yeah, the only real moving target is just permanent numbers, um, single-digit guys. Like, there are some things that need to be sorted through. But once yes. that's set, it should be pretty but, clear. You know, honestly, the only but, but, where the errors yeah, are, though. Where, where, where that's da- not where they come from. Where Dan's, no, I know. Yeah, I know. Da- that's the point I'm making. Yeah, that should be the only possible problem. Dan's programs are like, hey, we could be one or two off, depending on what Adam Cincerillo does, depending on what this rider mm-hmm. does. Yeah, We don't have Marquier. Dan Truman does not have Marquier going 20, 20 numbers different. Yeah, the Marquier was the issue from what I heard. Yeah. It's they, unbelievable. Some, it's yeah, unbelievable. Added, oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, there's a, like I'm saying on our website now, the number, the results, you can look at all the results from all the races on the racer X site. That is a database system 
It's not people hand tabulating and hand counting. That's how you prevent this from happening. Whatever system is doing the results and the points at the end of the day spits out the numbers at the end of the year. Maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but to me, that should be the way to do this. I get an accident happens every now and then. Pulp MX isn't perfect either. But I'm, I'm not kidding you people. This is every single fucking year that these guys cannot get the numbers right after a month of looking at them. After a month of tabulating them. They cannot get them right. Every single year. Like, I, like this isn't me. These people do it to me. Like, I, Normally, I, I don't rant like you, but here's what gets me mad. So as good citizens, Racer X, we A, waited. We B, pulled it down, which I did not want to do because that makes us look bad. There are people right now who are like, oh, Racer X must have screwed these numbers up because their Instagram post and their website post disappeared. So that gets me mad enough. Second reason I'm mad is they told us to pay, pull it down. And I noticed it went away on Vital MX, so they probably called Guy B and did the same thing. There are other websites and social media accounts, competitors of ours, who clearly did not get that phone call, and they have AMA numbers sitting on their website right now, and we don't. So that's what we get for playing yeah, nice. Yeah, there you go. That's they what get, you get the hits, yep. they get the views, yep. Yep. and the way Google works, whoever gets it first is always going to be the first wow. one Google pulls up, so we L- get screwed. Look, the great thing is the AMA is running the nation's team. What could go wrong? Oh, wait. Oh, oh wait. Oh. Just about everything has been going wrong oh. for them, too. Honestly, Mike oh. Pelletier's a cool guy. He's a nice guy. Kevin is a nice guy. Jeff Canfield's a nice guy. Enough's enough. Yeah, I'm bummed, man, because I really do like Pelletier. I didn't want to have to be mad at him today, but I can't be mad. Well, it's not. I'm sure it's not him. It's Doris or whoever. JT? <laughs> is it Cindy? JT, this isn't Cindy, is it? not. Oh, please. He's actually very good at math, so it's okay. not her. <sighs> it's unbelievable. Could we have Cindy Thomas just at the end of the year at Ironman just sit there at the finish line, hand tabulate the moto, is backup scoring and then hand tabulate the numbers. Would Just, that be? Would that do it? Can we hire Dan? Dan is, is is way more closer, and he doesn't even he texts riders is like, "What number are you taking?" Okay, cool, I, I'll do that. You know, like, yeah, Dan's got it all figured out for the most part. Like, just yep. it's it. You know what you should do, Weege? Here's what you should do. Twenty twenty. Get the advertising guys at Racer X, the the sharper the sharp people that they are. Okay, get it on there. Sell. Two AMA number sponsorships. Sell FMF, the very first announcement of the AMA numbers. We're going to sell it to you for this. You're going to, it's going to be FMF national numbers, Ooh. blah, blah, blah. Ooh. But then turn around and sell it to Pro Circuit for the revised ones because you know there will be. Oh. <laughs> so just We get double the content. Double the it. content, double the sales because you know those idiots will not get it right in 2020. You know that. You know, maybe I was wrong. We're going to get a nice little 10-minute hit on the site today and then another 10-minute hit on the site tomorrow. Yep. So, actually, this has been great. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. Great job, Hayme. Yep. Yep. I, I don't understand. It, I do not understand. This is why I get upset at our sport. <laughs> These things like this. Like, this is why. You just go, what is going on here? Do you see... You know, does, does the NHL release the wrong contract figures for guys? Does the, the IndyCar guys come out? Actually, MXGP's first ever schedule and the AMA national numbers. There you go. Two things that will never, ever be the actual the truth. So. <laughs> I vote for Dan Truman to be uh, yeah, yeah. running a lot of things. I, I, exactly. A lot of things. Right. Uh, you mentioned Donations. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. he and his uh, sidekick, Paul Parabinos, our buddies, I feel like at Donations last year, they were more on top of what was going on than anyone else I knew at the event. Uh, even though they did not have any official affiliation with yeah, the team, yeah. Uh, so I just put put Dan in charge of it. That's what I, I say. I talked to somebody about the the U.S. Team USA last year, and JT, did you know the Cowie guys didn't even grab a rate? They were not even on the communications with everybody in the USA. The Cowie guys just talked to each other. Yeah, they would not grab the USA headsets. So yep. Roger had to. Roger and everybody else on a headset for Team USA were on one side. Cowie was on another. Great job, everyone. Great work. Yep. Team USA, everybody. Wrap yourself in that flag. (laughs) God, I couldn't believe that. I'm like, so what if Roger had something to say or or Thule or or Canfield had some sort of, yeah, they have to go over and tap a guy on the shoulder. 
Top of you mean like gun. an empty gate on the inside? Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. Or you mean like put, using a clean wheel for the start? Yeah. You mean any of those? I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyways. Okay. Beautiful. Speaking of Team USA. That's what, that's, let's, that's what happens when you – the results of that is you have one of the best teams and you get sixth overall. Well, fifth because Italy cheated with their fuel. Yeah, Italy beat us on the track. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right, so – Whole team penalized, by the way, of Team Italy because of one guy. Yeah. So, all right. Let's the other say- four moto finishes just get eliminated. Why not just give that guy DNF, DNF? Uh, I don't know. Sorry. Um, that's a different – that's FIM. I don't want to rant let, on two at the same time. Let's segue into the 2019 Motocross Nations coming up next weekend in uh, in Assen, Holland. Uh, we each we did these live podcast shows, the Racer X, Palm Mex live podcast shows. We had Osborne on one of them near the end of the year. Maybe that was Portland. And we, we talked about it before then, too, but Weed, your, your motto in our group texts and everything else has been, just show up. Just yes. show up. And, and we've been laughing at that, but damn it, Wygant, your theory is working well because I really like Team USA's chances to make the podium. I think they could pull off a win. Small chance they could pull off a win. The just show up thing is is working because the other countries are losing riders left and right. This is, except for those damn Dutch, everything else is really falling into the hands of USA. Why again? Well, actually, the just show up is it really it's one on one between JT and I. Who JT? Did you trademark ass and kicking? Was that you? We're gonna get our asses kicked. Yeah, ass and that, kicking. Yeah, so, trademark that right after Redbud. Yep. Right, he trademarked that after Redbud. If we do not win at Redbud, we're in big trouble because we are going to get our ass and kicked next year, and next year has now arrived. So, yes, look, if we can't win at Redbud, the idea that they're going to straight up wax people in the sand in Holland is next to impossible. But my theory was we're not going to win this one on speed. We just have to show up, try, not screw up, not have the ball roll through our legs like happened last year in a million different ways. Put your best foot forward. Do your best, and then maybe the cards fall and you just get lucky. And I think they're in position for that. Are, is Anderson uh, Osborne going to go out there and just straight up work Hurlings and Hold Holdenhoff did, and go 1-1 and just beat them on lap times? I don't think so. But you, do you know how many cliches you USA just can't used? Win? No, it doesn't. Do you know how many cliches you just used? The ball yeah, roll through your legs. Cookie That's crumble. Fine. I'm mixing sports the metaphors, cliches, like you, you, you used like twelve cliches in a row. That was legendary anyway, use of saying nothing. I, I'm aware, as Zacho said in the Team Fried video, I'm aware of how fast Jeffrey Hurling sits in the sand. I'm not saying that Anderson's just going to put it to him and wax him straight up, but you don't need to. You just got to be. Wait, let me throw in one more, JT. <laughs> you got to be in it to win it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice work, I guess. It felt like it. an NFL press conference. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're on to Cleveland. Just got to yeah. keep chopping wood. You know, next man up. Sure. Get um, in there, watch look, the film, put a good practice in. just a bunch in, of guys that want to Keep compete. chopping, keep working. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah? Yeah, so Steve, explain that. It's the in, these other teams, the injuries. This is ridiculous, it, the rash it, of injuries. It, it's teams. been crazy. Australia, Great Britain, Switzerland this morning. They lost Tonus uh, last weekend. Um, Italy, Germany. Uh, uh, Canada, uh, we, we, we're out due to uh, uh, a self-inflicted head injury to our Australia. entire sanctioning body. Um, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> Australia. Um, damn, dude, it's crazy. Uh, the French. Well, French, no, French are t- torpedoing themselves, much like Canada. Um, but yeah, do, we, do we put the USA in that same grouping without, you know, both national champions decided not to go? Is that uh, no. the USA go into that category? No, because that, the French thing was a logo, which just sounds so dumb on both sides. Um, the Canadian thing is totally separate. We knew these guys weren't going for months, Tomac and AC. But I know, right? but I'm so. saying when you when two of your arguably your two best guys by just results decide not to go, that kind of changes the dynamic, right? If if the Dutch lost Koldenhoff and Hurlings, or they both of those guys decided not to go because of a Red Bull logo on their hat, uh, it would kind of be the same boat. I mean, I, I like our team, but it's yeah. we're not taking the the natural selection of riders either, I don't think. No, no, you're absolutely right. 100%. Uh, the team would be Osborne, Tomac, and Cien Cirillo, 
all I things agree. equal, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I put it in there, but JT, the whereas I think going in, I would think France would beat USA with Fabra and um, uh, Vial. I don't have them beating so, US. Huh? Yeah, I do. I don't have them beating that USA now. Mm-hmm. Um, Australia had a strong team on paper. Switzerland had a really good team on paper. Um, but I don't like either yeah, one of them I, to beat America now. So, like, I okay, I'm going to say this because I said it last year. I don't see how, barring an injury, of course, that's always barring an injury to anybody. That's let's just put that caveat over this entire podcast because that changes mm-hmm. everything. Barring an injury, I don't see how USA isn't on the podium now. But I said that about Redbud. But seriously, it, it, things are working out. Yeah, I, I think uh, truly the USA has the second best team on paper. And even if you took Febra and Vial, I still don't think – I would still say USA has a stronger team. It would be marginal. It would be really, really close. Uh, and I only say that because I think the sand equalizes a lot. Uh, Febra is not – anywhere near as good of a sand rider as he is on, you know, say if we were going to anywhere in France or even Twitchenthal or anything like that, he's just not the same level of rider. And the results bear that out for him in the sand. And then Vial as well. Uh, you look at Vial's results, he's a first-year MX2 rider, and the sand races were by far his worst races. So I would still give the nod to the U.S. having the second-best team, all things considered, especially in the sand. What do you think, Weege? Yeah, and there's the huge variable normally, as we've learned the hard way in this race, where uh, when Team USA goes to Europe, we're at this massive disadvantage where it's like true on paper talent-wise, they might match up with these teams, but then they end up going slow or sucking, and it's like, yeah, but it's not it's not a fair fight. You know, it's foreign soil, foreign track prep, foreign everything. But I have to say, they have taken, and I have to give Zach Osborne and Team Fried these two factions all the credit for this i think they've taken a lot of that disadvantage away they've gone super early i feel like they've done everything they could possibly do to a acclimate themselves and b come in ready as opposed to i had a huge break i'm not into this i don't want to be here or i took a month off at the end of the season and i'm just ramping it back up which i think happened for a lot of the guys last year i feel like they've taken a lot of the variables that put us on the rope so yes on paper yeah i agree they're probably as strong as anyone except for the Dutch, considering all these injuries to the other teams. Uh, and normally, to me, that still wouldn't be enough. But the way they've gone about it, I cannot give them enough credit. Win or lose, huge credit to Zacco and Anderson's crew for doing it in a better fashion, I think, than any Team USA you, as of late. Do you think they'll be on the same radio headset, JT? <laughs> I hope so, but you wonder if you know Yamaha is kind of doing their own thing. They're they're practicing by themselves. They're doing so. Maybe maybe no, maybe the Yamaha contingent is on is doing their own thing. I hope not. I, I, was, uh, I think I was joking. I, they will be. Well, will, I yeah. I can't guarantee that they're not going to be. Um, I hope that they're all in the same because I just think the more smart people you have in communication is only going to produce a better this, result. Uh, just the stupid stuff that I already mentioned, but you know, missing an inside gate that was wide open that the Dutch found last year. That's something that. You have more smart people talking to each other. You don't miss stuff like that. So let's hope not. You know that the the Husky side with Anderson and Zacho, there will be tons of people all communicating. Uh, but I truly think, especially when you have races where there's two out of the three motos, Justin Cooper will be racing right alongside you know the the Husky side of the bigger bikes. Uh, they need to work together, man. That I, I think not every aspect of it has to be that way. If you need to pit with the OEM that you're riding for because there's equipment and, and other considerations, suspension guys and all that, I get it. But to not be talking, that's that's silly. That's wow. really, really poor decision-making, in my opinion. I couldn't agree with you more. Wygant, Anderson, and Osborne deserve a ton of credit for what they're doing. They've embedded themselves over there. They're riding the Ice One suspension setup. They're riding their own suspension setup. They're testing to make an ultimate bike. They've been riding in the sand. Um all, they're all in. I mean, Osborne is just balls deep in this. Brought the family and but everything. Even, I even, mean, he's just it's even Cooper going over two weeks early. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a really good commitment. Yeah, I mean, the, that's this, more than more than we've gotten from anybody lately. Oh, they they all three Americans. If win or win or lose, deserve a hat tip for sure. This has been impressive yeah. by them to do this. Uh, I'm really really stoked with these guys, and 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 I think it'll pay off in the. 
I think it'll pay off in terms of a silver medal. <laughs> but uh, well, and and I take know. I take these losses pretty hard, as both of you know. Um, but I've I've also said that I will take a team that is all in and is doing everything they can possibly do to try to do well. And if they lose, so be it. If you don't you don't ride well enough to win, and you're just not the best team that day, fine. Uh, that was the case in Erne in 2016, I believe that was. We just weren't the best team. And I will take that, and I will just deal with it in my own way because I, I'm fine with that. Those guys tried their hardest, and J-Mart was just a little bit slower than Marvin on the on the little bike. And Webb was the same with Febra, and Barsha the same with Paul Ann, and that's just how it went. Um, we just weren't the best team that day. But some of the other efforts I've seen where guys – I don't believe they wanted to be there and their heart wasn't in it and we go and get spanked. That sucks. That those are the years that I really get frustrated. So I agree with you. And I'm just trying to echo the point that, yeah, these guys should be, should be commended win or lose. They're doing everything they can to do well at this race. We is there any way, is there any way the Dutch lose? Like they're in, they're going to have pressure. The King of Holland is going to be there. You know, they're going to have – this is a man-made sand track. It's pretty gnarly. It gets choppy. It gets rough. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the track. I'm going to save myself because JT gets really mad. <laughs> but I'm going to save What's myself. Problem? Just, What's the problem? Is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is garbage track. It's garbage track. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't he's know never been there before. Yeah. But I, he's just condemning yeah. it to all yeah, hell. I, I'm condemning – a, sand, a bunch of sand dropped on a flat road race track. My bad. Yeah, for the greatest motocross race all year long. Sorry. I, listen, I, and I'm consistent on this. We go there. We leave a week from yesterday. So as of right now, a week from now, we will be in enemy territory. Okay? <laughs> Jesus. We go there. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really taking it that far. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll all be right, hunkered well. down. Okay. We'll be in the foxhole. Right. Uh, okay. We will be in the foxhole. <laughs> Uh, we get back and we do the recap pods or even well on site. We usually do one after the race Sunday night with our friend, Adam Wheeler and it sucks and it's terrible. I will back you. But until then, what? Well, no, let's just have some objectivity. You won't back me cause you'll get your prime rib taken away from the VIP tent that you, that you nope. probably, I will back you in the point that that venue was not the right choice for a, a race of this caliber if you're okay. right i will back you all at that moment all, right. all i'm trying to do is keep an open mind let's okay. let them have the event they made their own bed if it sucks it's on them right okay. it's yeah. not right. it's, right. it's going to be on them to take the heat for choosing to put the event there uh, but let's let them hold the event and see how it goes so we anyway vlanderen koldenhoff hurlings i mean they almost won the damn thing last year without two scores without yep. vlanderen is there any way they lose like what they, do they lose straight up? No. No. That's my point. Right. I don't think they can lose straight up. I don't think anyone just goes faster. I mean, to have Koldenhoff and Hurlings and the way they're riding right now, yeah. I don't even understand. I mean, look. I don't understand Koldenhoff either. I, someone no. check him for PEDs. Seriously. Right. So, someone I mean, check Hurlings, him. it was just a matter of time. At some yeah. point, he was going to get healthy and start winning again. It just so happened that it's right now. But Koldenhoff, look, Koldenhoff has not gotten back to his old level. He was never at this level. When has he had, what is it, four or five GPs in a row that are this good? Yeah. Has he ever had this kind of, And by the way, not just, ah, uh, there were two sand races in a row. A variety of races. He's, uh, JT, you follow this close, more closely than I have, but can you say in the last four GPs, has Coldenhoff been the best guy? I think Hurlings I think so, has been right? better, but it's, Hurlings has been better. Uh, but when, Koldenhoff, in, the, in the three that Hurlings was there, but yes, yeah, yes. Uh, I mean, removing Hurlings, then yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, it's not even right. it's not even a question. Yes, Koldenhoff is actually Geisher. Once he won the title, kind of fell apart for and, whatever. That's fine. And has there but, ever been a, a time in Glenn Koldenhoff's entire career where he was the best rider? That's what I'm saying. One right. time, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So straight up, uh, no, no, I don't think. Yep. Although one telling thing, by the way. This is a sand race. This might be a minor difference. This might only be a 10% difference. They do dump sand, but it is not quite a lommel. No. Uh, bottomless pit. No, because it's on top of a concrete road race track, Weege. Sorry. That's sorry why. Have, it's actually yeah. not. Sorry to have engaged. It's actually it on not it, on the road race course. But, I mean, you can keep saying that if it's going to make you happy. Okay. I'm just saying the, 
the the real uh, they are better sand riders, yes. But I think the advantage tilts even to a more unbelievable degree when it's that specifically that bottomless type of sand that they only ride over there. But this isn't quite that. It it'll maybe cut back on their advantage a little bit, but I don't think enough to. Yeah. Straight up, yeah. I don't think it's going to matter. But here's the thing: in the past, I feel like when Team USA was winning all the time, they were the best team, and for whatever reason, bad luck never happened. So the best team would win. But lately, I feel the donations is coming down more and more to just randomness and to count on any one team on any one day to have not have disaster happen is hard to do. I don't understand. I don't know why. How the hell did Team USA not have? ridiculous bad luck at some point for 13 straight years. Yeah. It doesn't actually make sense no. now that you look back at it. No, they had Puzar missing the start of the race when Italy was leading after two. They yeah. had Stanton having to park Dirk Gherkins. They had Everett's bike right. break in Australia. All this weird shit always went in their way. Uh, it was It's phenomenal, you know. Bradshaw yes. crashes oh. out, they still win. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was so. a lot of it was bad luck or for other teams. Uh, so right. now I guess we really have to look at it like, Bad luck in a one-day race is absolutely possible no matter yep. how good you are. And there's no better example than Vlanderin just last year. Like, they were the best team last year, and they still didn't win. So that's why just show up. Yep. Just show up. Well, uh, the champs, the defending champs, Paulin, Renault, Tixier. Tixier, probably a little better year, JT, than he had last year when he went into his nation's team. I mean, last year he didn't have a freaking team. You know, so a yeah, little better this still, year. but A little better, but still... I think for most, an underwhelming choice for Team France, especially coming off of whatever it's been, six wins in a row. So, yeah, I mean, it's fine. They got it done last year with Tixier on the team, but you could also make the case that they only needed one score from Tixier, uh, where this year I think you might need both because I can't see Renault putting in this crazy good score. Maybe he shocks the world, but he's been really hit and miss in MX2. So, I'm pretty down on, on France's chances this year. Uh, Paul N really hasn't been riding all that well as of late. I mean, okay, don't get me wrong, but not certainly not his best year. Let's nah, put it that but, way. Uh, he's, he rode as well this year as he did last year, coming in. Maybe. He's been pretty off as of late, man. I've been, mm. obviously, you know, I've been back and forth to these races and watching really closely, and he's been pretty far off the uh, pace. He had a I so-so mean, so leader last year, and all of a sudden you look up in red butt, and there's freaking – Go Jay Paul and but he, the whole he, thing. He didn't set the world on fire at Red Butt either. I mean, it wasn't – he was going backwards consistently yes, yes. In, the, in those motos. Yeah, got got uh, got starts and then, yeah, held on. Yeah, so like I said, they could come out and win. We've seen it before, but you, you've got to think at some point – you can't just keep filling in with subpar and then further subpar guys. And I don't know. going to be able to Maybe. Win. Maybe you can. They did, I, they I did it every year it. so far. And I know you guys are railing on that, but I, I can't see it. Um, this is the weakest team they've had in, I don't know, a decade yeah. or more. Wow. Good God. Well, they, I don't know. They, 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 they skipped. They didn't put Marvin on a team, and eventually they needed a guy who had stopped racing motocross and moved to Enduro. They still won. They didn't <laughs> yeah, have Marvin on the team had, last year. They also they had, had a former world champion in Febra and then Paul Ann as their two. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make is – they're not going to rely on one guy to say, hey, we only need one score from you. Just do something decent one time. Yeah. They don't have that second guy to get that elite score. That's the problem. Yeah, you're, you're, I'm with you. Now you're yeah. going to get, instead of Febra going you know, 2-1 or 2-3 or something, then you get Paul Ann's decent scores of 5-5, five, five, and then you need one out of somebody. <laughs> now you're going to get Tixier going, what, I don't know, 10 Eleven or something, you know what I mean? So, like the, okay. the number just Tixier jumped up. It was not off very good last year. It was obviously was enough. Yeah, but he didn't kill it. But the difference, the really, actually, people are like, "Oh, dude, they lost Febra, they're done." Well, actually, they lost Febra last year and they still won. But the difference is, last year it was Ferrandis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this year it's a more improved rider. Ferrandis didn't do great last year, but I, I, he was probably what the third or fourth best two fifty guy at worst. Um, I, uh, you know, his overall scores weren't great in the motos, but he was probably third yeah. or fourth, two fifty, which is good enough. I really um, think. I really think USA. Does anybody have a problem with Anderson riding MXGP and Osborne riding Open? Does it matter to either one of you? Doesn't to me. I but can care less. Yeah, honestly. doesn't doesn't matter, right? Who cares? N- no. Yeah. Uh, the only class to me that really matters is you look at MX2. Like, for example, Prado is not racing MX2. He's racing a 450. You can get some more inflated results. You know, to say like where you think someone's going to be on the MX2 rankings, uh, you have to look at who's in the class. Like sometimes guys move up, and you don't even have to deal with. Uh, the best guys. Yeah. I mean, yep. 
Um, uh, you look at the points in that class, and a lot of those guys aren't even in it that day. To me, uh, the Dutch are shaping up to win. I like USA to get second, and I think Belgium gets a third. You can never count out these sneaky Belgiums. But with all the injuries and everything that's been going on, Van Horbeek, Gertz, and Strybos. I mean, veterans. Uh, well, Strybos is hurt, so I don't know that he's going to be able to even ride. No, oh, I'd follow him on Instagram. He didn't, I didn't see anything. Um, he well, crashed uh, crashed pretty good in China, so well, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how that. He he did not ride in China, so I'm not sure how that's going to go. He was pretty beat up. Right. Well, on paper right now, I like that team to to round up on the podium. I mean, Australian is Dean Ferris, Kyle Webster, Reagan Duffy. They've been racked with injuries. Um, you know, so I don't really like their chances. Great Britain, uh, shell of what their former initial team was. Um, Sean they Simpson. Had they had to go enduro yeah, as well. They did. They did. They had to go enduro. They had to go uh, a yeah. brother of a of an actual team member. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, we already pre-printed the jerseys. Can you just <laughs> can you just jump in? These What's jerseys, your brother doing? Yeah, these jerseys are already printed. Um, but Sean Simpson's Wait. Sean Simpson's legit in the yeah. sand for sure. But. Yeah. He's had a rough season, but I know he's good Sam right yeah. Wait a minute, Belgium. Wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. What? Is that is that who everyone is sleeping on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's why I said that. I think I agree. I think everyone is sleeping on I, yep. I think I think in the running for a podium, but I can't see past that. Geertz has been wildly inconsistent. And one of the worst starters I think I've seen. Consistently. Oh. I, he'll get a good start every now and again. And he's good in the sand. But holy cow, does he have up and down races? And dude, uh, the sand is his friend. I'll yeah. give you that. Van Horbeek, sand, sand guy. He's been okay. He's he's been okay. Uh, but even like at Lommel, he was a five to seven guy. So um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, they're okay. They're a dark horse. But Strybos really puts them in a tough spot if he's not a hundred percent because he was not a great choice anyway. You know, his best finish of the year was like a ninth. So it's tough, man, especially if he can't go. They're really in a bad spot. Well, Maybe okay. they go with Bandonic, but it gets really, really so dicey quickly. Give us a third guy, a third country that you like. I think the French would be third. Um, if Stry- it depends on Strybos. If, if Belgium is healthy with Strybos, then I put them third. Um, but I think the French may be jumping there. Uh, the Swiss would have had a really good team, even with Guillaume kind of iffy. Yep. They would have had two really good guys, but I think it's pretty wide open. I think you could make a case for a few countries. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about England, this, this third guy for the, Switzerland. I don't yeah, the UK about. would have had a really, really strong team if Anstey yeah, was healthy. No, I, I know. Um, well, that, JT, we know this. That we all we all know. No, I know. I'm whole, just making a case like the whole event been changes. There, but all these guys are out. Australia had a really good team if Burner's original guys were were ready to go. You know, it was Hunter Lawrence. It was it was a good team. Mitch Evans, yeah, Mitch Evans. Evans. Um, I think he was going to put Mitch on the 450. I think, yeah. Mitch um, is Mitch is pretty off right now, but uh, so he would have struggled. I think he would have struggled on his current form. The whole the whole race is 100 percent lacking some star power this year. It really is due to injuries, due to AC and Tomac. It, it, it this could be a race like we saw, Erne, where Holland and USA are 30 points ahead of third place. I tell you what, though, with Hurlings. And Koldenhoff on the form that they're on and being in Holland, oh man, I, I think the atmosphere is going to blow people away. I think they're going to get a massive turnout from the local Dutch people because this is this is their Graceland. Like, this is their Super Bowl. They've got the best team with the best rider, you know, arguably be the best outdoor rider in the world coming to their home race. Uh, I don't know what else you could ask for as far as a buildup if you're a Dutch fan. So I think it's going to be crazy. I don't disagree on the star power thing, but I don't think you're going to notice at all uh, at the actual event. I think it's going to be nuts. Well, you know, USA came into Red Bud and kind of choked. Maybe the Dutch go into their home country. Kind of choke. I think you're going to you're going to need something to go horribly <laughs> wrong. You're going to uh, need you're going to need a helicopter yeah. crashing into the B- Dutch pits. The way those two are riding, especially you know, Koldenhoff and Hurlings. Um, unless they have some sort of injury or mechanical failure, I can't see either one of them finishing all four of their motos outside of the top three. I just can't see it. Um, I don't know how that would even happen. 
so then you look at Blanderin and maybe something goes wrong there. Uh, but it's going to take you just need something one. catastrophic, I think, for yeah. them not to win. The more and more I, I look at it, on paper it's pretty obvious, but you really break it down and say, okay, how is this not going to go really well? It's it's difficult, man. Their, their starts are on point. Those guys are always at the front of the start. They're probably going to be the fastest on the track. It's tough. Weed, you know who would have been a, a, a dark horse for a podium had he not been injured is, is Swiss, the Swiss. Sewer, Guillaume, and Tonus. Really yeah, dark really horses. Yeah. It's never worked out for them. I mean, they've had, yeah. we're almost, they had like this renaissance, or actually, I don't know if it's renaissance, like they're maybe the strongest Swiss had ever been with these dudes coming to the ranks. And now it's kind of actually like the wave has crested, like Guillaume yeah. is kind of on the backside. You could have argued that Tonus is on the backside, although he really came back well yeah. this year. Yeah, good job. But he had him. some down years. But for whatever reason, when they had this talent, it never came together for them at Donations. And I was like, maybe this is the year it comes together for them. And damn it, now Tonus, who's had a really great season, uh, it fell apart from him right at the very end, and he can't race. And I don't know why. They cannot get the lightning to strike. I guess that's the difference between a country, you know, even Team USA literally not even having its two national champions can still pull other riders out. It's like if you're one of the smaller nations, you you lose one good guy and you're already sunk. Um, you, you know, you just don't have 12 really good guys to pick from. So maybe that's what always ends yeah. up doing them in. That's yeah. really unfortunate, though. So yeah. what do you think, JT, about my thought? You didn't answer it. Uh, we could see an Erne here. Top two are gone. and then uh, I think it's going to be top one. So you think USA has to be closer to third than closer to first? Yes, I think you're going to see a result similar to what the French have done. Like at, uh, let's say, what, where did they did dominate at Matterley? Where did they dominate? Um, the French? Uh, well, at Erne. They didn't know, but that was like, as JT said, it was like, it was a battle all day. Yeah. They were just a little oh. bit better. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, J. Martin battled, really Cooper and Fever battled, but in the end, it just wasn't quite enough. JT, you're saying this isn't going to be a just not quite enough. This no, is I be think, a, honestly, yeah, I guess the closest, the closest comparison would be uh, just how it was last year, just add in a decent score from Vlandron. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I think yeah. they go 1-1, 2-1, and then, like, you know, maybe 10-10 oh. or something from Vlandron. If USA gets on the podium, they don't win. It's going to take an act of Jesus for them to win, as we've talked about. But if they get on the podium, after not being on a podium for two years, right? They didn't make it the year before, did they? Definitely not a matter. No, they didn't make it a matter. They didn't make it at Red Bud. Um, do you feel like the USA fans will accept that? I do. But what do you think, Weege? Sorry, say that again. I just breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah. Corrected. American Motorcyclist Association announces 2020 professional supercross and motocross numbers. It's fixed. We'll see. I'll, I'll run it through Dan first. Chase They're protecting Marquier, your right to ride. Now number 73. Who said he'd be 73? I don't know. He said he'd be 72. Did Dan Truman have him at 73? I don't know. I believe he did. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, breaking news. Sorry, numbers are now corrected. Ran over. Uh, why, do you question, have a li- why do you have AC on a super mini as the lead caption for the numbers? Hey, say goodbye, AC92. Okay. All right, cool. Um, say goodbye. Yeah, way to run a photo from 04. Anyways, okay. Say goodbye. So, so um, if USA gets on the podium, which I think they do, and we talked about how they're all in, do you feel like, Weege, that if you scroll through all three guys' social media accounts, you will see less than 5% saying, you suck balls, you're a disgrace to the country? Do you feel like the fans will accept that? If they get a second or a third. Team USA fans? Yeah. Well, uh, I think Team USA fans will be okay with it. We have seen a variety of reactions to this. Like last year was terrible. Uh, England the year before uh, was terrible. I mean, that was really... It wasn't going to work out well anyway, but then Covington ended up hurt and Seeley's bike broke in both motos. But let's be honest, the results were probably going to be ugly anyway. Seeley was going backwards before the bike broke. But... In other years, like I feel like um, in 15, uh, as JT alluded to in Erne, they gave it the old college try. They rode awesome. Just French with the French fans on their side were just that much better. And I think people were like, ah, damn it. Would have been nice to win, but good effort, boys. And 16, 
I know that there's this narrative out there that the European teams and riders, it's just so unbelievably far surpassed us. But that was only three years ago, and Team USA was the best team that day. Anderson got landed on. Um, so I think the fans there were like, that sucks to lose that way, but at least we were good. So I think if they don't get their ass completely kicked, I think fans are okay with it if you try really hard yeah. and you lose to the home team in their country. Now, that's just the American fans. No matter what, if Team USA doesn't win, they will be slaughtered by Euro fans and Euro media. Uh, it well, becomes yeah, a yeah. referendum on the, the entire scene. Like That's coming no matter what. The, state, the state-run website of MXGP, I look forward <laughs> to their take on everything. Uh, um, that should be fantastic. Oh, by you the way, text me and I'll give it to you. Uh, Colt Nichols took number 13. Wow. That, that is Colt. Yeah. That is so Colt Nichols taking 13. I like that. Um, um, okay, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be better, JT, for Team USA. Well, all of I it, think so. Yeah. If they get second, I don't think you're going to hear much. I think everybody mm-hmm. knows the score and knows what we're up against. Mm-hmm. If we have a poor showing, a la Redbud, you'll hear more of it, but I, I don't expect that. Yeah, yeah. The only um, way yeah. that could possibly happen is if it just starts raining, you know, on like Wednesday or Thursday and just rains through the weekend. That could change everything. Now, Weege, one thing that could change everything is I, I posted this on Twitter earlier. Zach Osborne, for his Shifting Gears podcast, is looking to, to sit down with Hurlings. We think it's going to happen. We hope it does. You had mentioned in our group text that Team Fried should hit Hurlings with a steel folding chair, like wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, have yeah. it all planned out. So he's, <laughs> right. he's planning on doing an interview. I've seen this set up before. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, times. totally you have, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like Piper's Pit. You go down in the in middle of the ring, and he's just an interviewer. That's all Zach is. He's just doing interviews. Right. It has nothing to do with the racing at all. They're not competitors. And as he has hurlings, you know, deep in thought about his career and his background, uh, Jason Anderson comes up from behind, hits hurlings with a steel chair, and then Team Fried, Tommy Tenders, and Fried Rice jump into the ring, and it's three on one, and yeah. they're just kicking, kicking, kicking hurlings. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I've seen this set up a million times. That's the only way, I think, the only path forward here. What do you yeah. think, JT? What, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it seems a little out there, but... Well, this is assault, and I don't want my name on it. So okay. uh, if it happens, I will be happy to watch, but I just don't want to be associated with this act. Oh, Michael Lessie loses 800. I never thought of that. 76. Yeah, yeah. He, he, 76. He, right, he, he was grandfathered in, but he hasn't raced for, yeah, a couple of years, right? He, yeah, so. he lost the grandfathering. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, why in WWF when you do that? Why is that not assault? That's a good point. Actually. Yeah, nobody seems to care. No, it's okay. Charges. You can sit, set a guy down for an interview with the media and beat the shit out of him, and yeah. it's fine. And it's fine, and the cops never seem to get involved. <laughs> no, no, never. Why is no, that? That's, that's odd. You're right. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. um, so, yeah, outside of that... Yeah, you're right, man. It's it's going to take some miraculous level of, of bad luck. But it has happened. It's happened before. Um, yeah. yeah. Give me give me Dutch, USA, and uh, and Belgium, JT. That's my that's my podium prediction. You? I can't argue it. Yep. I, I can't do it. Yep. I, I think you're and, – And Tano Leoc. My only question is Strybus. If Strybus is good, I right. think you're spot on. And Tano Leoc will ride for Estonia again. He will, yes, for the 19th he'll, he'll get, year in a row. He'll get fourth in a moto somehow, some way. <laughs> I know. You just never know what's going on, and you look up, and there's Tana Leoc putting 30 minutes with the exact same lap times. <laughs> just just, just grinding out 30 plus two yes. with the exact same time. Yeah, It's it's like his 17th year or something like that, 17 in a row. It's an animal. Those lines. Every year I tell myself I'm going to go talk to him, and I can't find him. I never end up finding uh, him. I don't know. Wow. I stayed at the same um, hotel as him in uh, Shanghai. Yeah. And doesn't he just – he is the perfect fly racing rider. Like, I love that he wears fly racing. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, I like it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't count France out. Uh, I like the Belgian pick. I forgot. I kind of downgraded Belgium because they did lose to Saul. But, I mean, the Saul is the rare Belgian, I guess, who's better on hard pack than sand. I mean, obviously, you'd rather have him on the team. But I thought that was like a death blow. But looking at it now and the way the other teams have shaped up, Belgium's yeah. definitely in it. Yeah. Um, but I have maintained over and over that as wild as this has been, I think there's just something that the French are doing. They've, they've figured out a way to to minimize the damage or get it right on race day. I don't think it's a coincidence they've won six in a row or whatever it can, is. Can you so be- I can't count them out. Can you believe this logo gate? Can you believe this French Federation guy? And then Pitt Byers going, Pitt Byers like, hey, bro, 
it ain't free to get your guys there. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but this shit's expensive. And then the French guy's like, I don't care. The country comes first. And Pitbar's like, yeah, we just want a half and half. Can we do half and half? French guy's like, no, beat it. Like, it's incredible to me. It's just. Did you read the interview with the, the French Federation president? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think his only valid pushback was, you know, because everyone's saying, like, you're saying, like, hey, this is really expensive from Red Bull. But he's saying, yeah, we spend a lot of money, too. Yeah, but this, not on not the, free on our side either. Yeah, not on the not on the level. Um, okay, uh, it's amazing, but yeah, maybe maybe they'll. What if they win again? What if the French win again? Oh Keep my! Keep me God. away from anything sharp. Oh my God! It'll be just amazing. It'll be amazing. I can't. I will not. I I won't be able to handle it. I'm just telling you right now, it will be more than I can handle if the French win again. <laughs> Uh, br- it's not even that surprising at this point. They've had the same exact up against the road yeah. level team and still won. Well, I don't agree with. I don't agree with that. They haven't. What? It's never been this bad. It's not been. I this agree. Bad. That's that's my point. Yeah. Wait. Fever got replaced by Tixier last year. Fever got replaced by Tixier this year. Yeah. I don't know. Just. One well, year they took a guy who wasn't racing GPS. Look, every year they don't put Marvin on the team. People are like, they're going to learn their lesson. They do not learn their lesson. It goes no. Listen, no. they had arguably the best 250 rider last year. Yes or no? Uh, on paper going into the race, but Fernan- yes. Fernandez, Fernandez, <laughs> Fernandez didn't do that well. Like, he no, that's what I'm that- asking you. On paper, going in, yes. yes. They had one of the best yes. 250 riders. They had yeah. Paul Ann, who's notoriously good at this race. One of the best yeah. open class riders, or MX1, whatever class you want to yeah. in. One of the best, top yeah. five. And then Tixier was okay. This year, they have Renault, who's a first-year MX2 rider. He's gotten one good result, really, in MX2. Never been to a race like this before. Okay, that's not great. He's not a, not a sand guy, number two. Then you've got Tixier, who was the wild card last year going in, right? He was the weak link last year. So now he's got to be, he's got to pull some weight in this deal. And then you've got Paul again. Like, I don't know. You tell me a team where it's this bad and I'll, I will completely disagree. Just name one team where they've won that it's been two out of three guys. You're like, eh, I could get one out of three, but not, not two out of three. I don't know. I just feel like every year we say, oh, there's, there's no way they're going to come back from this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I like, Dutch is going to win, but Jesus, if France if France gets second, nah, France will win. Yeah. I, I, I'm stamp it, France. Right. Will win. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, breaking news, by the way. Text from Dan Truman: The new AMA list is out. It's wrong again. No, no, I, no, I don't know. I don't it. know. I'm just repeating what Dad said. No, I just I'm just telling you what no. Dan just said. Don't do this. So we'll stay tuned, everybody. Um. All right, before we wrap this thing up, let's do a little uh, break here. The Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars. Please check out flyracing.com from the FR5 boot uh, to the Evo pant to the F Formula helmet. Fly Racing's got you covered head to toe, uh, as well as mountain bike stuff, man. I've been using their mountain bike stuff. Love it. Uh, JT, did Blows call you, by the way? Yes, he did. I spoke oh. with him yesterday. Okay, all right. Uh, yep. Also brought to you by Racetech. Speaking of Chris Blows, Racetech.com. Uh, suspension seminars are coming up at the end of October, so if you want to add some value to your business, you want to learn and uh, about suspension and break into the industry, Racetech.com for more. They will tell you the secrets of what they do, uh, and uh, it'll absolutely help your business or help your career. So thanks to the folks at Racetech. Thanks to uh, Fly Racing, uh, Alpine Stars, and Maxis. Uh, Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas on the uh, – on the line here, uh, Dan Truman said Ty Masterpool should be 41 and only scored 206 points. And you guys have him as 31. Okay, first of all, yeah, I appreciate that, Dan. It's not us guys, but I appreciate no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. that racer <laughs> online. Uh. Oh, I hope it gets pulled down again. Uh, I hope. Uh, I hope please, Jesus, pulled out, get pulled down again. Um, all right, can Prado? <laughs> can Prado win a moto? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, what? if I could just. Oh. Show you the inner the inner office Slack channel right now with everything that's going down. This is just oh, let me this on. needs to be a live podcast. Yeah, okay. Good lord. Uh, sorry, Prado Winamoto, four fifty. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, he he's he I, won't. The, I don't even could. know which class are uh, Hurlings and Coldenhoff in. Who's MXGP and who's open? Uh, Hurlings is MXGP. Uh, Hurlings is MXGP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd be interested to see Prado on a four fifty for sure. 
See how he does? I don't think he's going to, but right. he could. Right. Uh, let's talk about some Americans that are there and not Cooper, Osborne, and Anderson, but Puerto Rico. Justin Starling, Chase Marquer lining up along with uh, Jose Fernando Rodriguez. So thoughts on that? Anybody? I like it. Uh, I, I don't know. Where, where does – how does that – okay, I don't know, I mean. I know that if you have the passport, you're allowed to race, but how do the American privateerish guys that end up on the team, how does that work? Does anyone know how those guys are the guys? I understand why Americans are eligible to race for the team, but why does it end up being the Americans that it ends up? Does that well, make sense? Yeah. I mean, haven't we covered this? They pay for it? Yeah, I think so. They just they they pay their way on or whatever? Yeah. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know how they pick it. Okay. Puerto yeah. Rico has had some alumni. Zach Osborne, Alex oh, Martin, yeah. Filthy Phil, Chiz. There's been a lot of riders under that. Under Jimmy that Albertson. Top Jimmy. Ronnie? Or Jimmy? Uh, Ronnie was supposed to be on the team last year. It didn't work out. Yes. Care <laughs> <laughs> uh, to elaborate? Huh? La- oh, and last okay, year? Okay, good talk. Do you want to elaborate yeah. on that? Uh, I don't know. We we shot a, a post-race show with the Team Puerto Rico announcement of Sipes, Pastrana, and uh, Ronnie Mack. I don't know what happened. The internet <laughs> broke, and it, it, it just fell into the ether. It was like a black hole. Yeah, gone, gone forever. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what happened. Let Ronnie ride, Steve? Oh, yeah. No, let Ron ride. Yep. Okay. If Ron right. follows the rules, as far as equipment and helmets and stickers, things like that, then let Ron ride. But if he has Aid ass on his swing arm, no. Okay. <laughs> Can't <laughs> okay. ride. Can't ride. Um, all right. Assen. Looking forward to it. Should be fun. Foxhole. Uh, yeah, JT will be in his foxhole. Oh, um, the one good thing about these races where they just dump sand on a flat road race track is the the press facilities are pretty good. You know, they're modern. They're you know, cause it's a road race track, right? So it's permanent. Um, so they are pretty good that way. If it way. does rain, we won't be walking around in a foot deep of mud like Matterly. Oh, yeah. Or Redbud. Right. Well, that's fine, though. I'm okay with that. That's part of the experience. You like that? You like walking around? I don't like it, but of- that's part of the experience. The racers have to deal with it. So does the media. Oh, I don't like it. I, okay. That's no, a I don't really wear, big downer for me. I don't, know, I don't wear your kind of shoes, so I just try to screw it like, a, boots? like an underrated media guy. Um, who's got a better chance? Uh, it's a dumb question, but Anderson of beating Hurlings or Osborne of beating Koldenhoff? Uh, I think uh, it's both long odds, but what do you think? Just, I think the obvious one is somebody beating Koldenhoff. Okay. Uh, his his rise to this level is fairly new. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's less of a just less of a certainty that he's going to be this otherworldly rider. Uh, he probably will be. I, I don't have any reason to doubt it. But Hurlings, I mean, if he's healthy, you know, he's going to be the fastest guy there. You know, that's just how he rolls. So, uh, I have to give it to Hurlings by default, really. Weege, what do you think? Uh, I now believe that uh, Dan Truman's treat, uh, tweet about uh, Masterpool's number, breaking news, more breaking news, <laughs> um, that might actually be on Racer X because it looks like what we were told was that just change 55 to 73. Uh, but there was also the other change, which we did not know was coming. Well, uh, I don't even and know. Dan, Dan also yes. said that Freddie Norn is wrong. Well, that's Freddie Norn and Masterpool. Are swapped, oh, okay. so it's okay. integrated right. to okay. the mistake. One affects the other. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, look, look. They've only had three weeks, and there's an Excel program that adds numbers and everything. But you know, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no, there's no chance to get this right for sure. This is the same organization that one time had uh, the lists of the riders where they're from, just as United States. One guy was United States. One guy was Haines City. One guy was, you know, just their town in Sweden or something. Just they yeah. Can't, and there's no possible way to get the the uh, the lap times or the segment times at all about who who came across the finish line first. There's no possible way to do that. There's also no way to keep track of triple crowns and who won what. Mm-hmm. No no way of doing that. There's none <laughs> none at all whatsoever. We cannot keep track of the individual triple crowns at all. Can't do it. Same organization that does that. Yep. Um. Props to Team Fried, by the way. Watched a couple of their videos. Good stuff. Like it? Doing some good content over there? Team Fried? Fried food. Well, what Team Fried has done. Go ahead, JT. Go ahead. Nope. I just, that's all I wanted, fried food. 
What Team Fried has done has made what we've been told is a massive chore, which is racing this race five weeks after the last national, and it sucks, and it's, you're burnt out, and it's not fun, and how are you going to keep grinding? They've actually completely flipped that narrative 180 degrees. They turned it into opportunity instead of a job. Um, and I didn't know that was possible. So I cannot credit them enough. Like, I really, if Eli Tomac was on the team or whoever else you want to pick, I do you think they would have treated it the same way Team Fried does, which is sweet. Uh, we get to go to Europe for a month. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zero chance of that. Yeah. Zero chance. Good job for those guys, though. I like it. Um, all right. Anything else? MX, um, MXDN. I, I don't know. I get my, my prediction. Numbers, my mind is blown now with these numbers. <laughs> Wygan is rattled. Wygan is yeah, rattled. I, I'm just, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm trying to do work while on the phone at the same time. Okay, but rest, rest do, you, do you understand, Weege, why I am the way I am? Like, Nobody does. Okay. <laughs> I just, this is stuff that I just cannot wrap my head around. I just can't. Yeah, uh, me neither. Again, there are computer programs that could do this in five minutes. Um, now, my predictions are uh, Holland, USA, Belgium. JT, you said you can't argue with that. Maybe France. Swap France for Belgium? No, I don't know. I, I My first two are locked in. Just pick a third, like random draw, Canada? lottery ball pick for third. Canada? No. Okay. We each? You, have to at least, you have to at least be there. Okay. Weege? Quote of this uh, podcast is you saying a self-inflicted wound to the head will keep Canada yeah. out of this. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, yeah. that's the quote of the podcast. Yeah. It, it really brilliant. is true. I, yeah, I believe that uh, Dutch is best team on paper. I think Team USA second. But there is a certain magic dust that the French team happens to have that allow them to be like 50% better at this race than they should be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much boost they get from that, but it's a hell of a boost. So I don't know how to rank them at all. Okay. All right. Fair enough. The uh, magic ends this year. Not enough? No. Not enough. I mean, I've just no. I've heard it so many times. I remember on the air, GL saying, I will make a prediction right now. They left Marvin Muskin off the team. France, France will not win the motocross the nations. And everybody's like, yeah, good job, GL. You're right. I mean, everyone agreed with him. Paul he Lynn, wasn't even going hey, out on a limb. And Paulin was running around after the race letting everybody know that they counted him out, which goes yes. which good for him. They won, so he can yeah. do that. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yep. Uh, they have the most organized system uh, in in this sport for sure mm-hmm. for this event. I mean, team chefs and trainers and coaches. Even the way they did their victory speeches at the rig last year was choreographed. Uh, where Bull. you see Team USA bumbling around and carrying a muddy wheel onto the gate, and I'm like, wow, that's a that's an organization right there. So I don't yeah. know how much it's going to help them. I don't know if it helps them enough, but it's going to help. Yeah, I mean, listen, I. USA is going to have a better effort than they have in a long time, but there's some serious questions about that whole thing to me. Serious questions. Because, you know, when you got a team running a different headset than the, the other USA people, that tells me that there's, there's greater issues going on than, than team selection, and perhaps there's a reason why that team isn't there this year and all of that, you know? so mm, Never thought of it that way. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast, presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars, 2019 MXDN Preview. Jason Thomas, Jason Wygant. Thanks, boys. All right, guys. See See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as... The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory... We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. 
I love the guy. I don't dis. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Right. Absolutely, 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go.